1: Welcome back. We thank you all for downloading this portion of the podcast as well. Um, Completely my fault. I'm just going to say that right away. Uh, Chuck and Nick, are you guys both there? I'm here. Nick, are you there? Hello? Yep, I can hear you, Chuck. Nick, are you there? Nick is breaking up just a little bit, I think. He's there. Nick, can you hear me? All right. Well, very sorry about that. We had to do a live live crunch here, Chuck. Again, completely my fault. I'm supposed to set the timer for the show, and I only set it for 15 minutes, and then you can't call in after
0: that 15 minutes.
1: So, uh, <laughs> my fault. What uh, what what do you got for us today?
0: Oh, are we? Is it time to do the uh, against the spread portion?
1: Well, you got some. You got the- some thoughts for us first.
0: Uh, just thought that, that was? uh, the weekend it was, well, I was three and oh and one, uh, and the Broncos kind of, uh, messed me up. I had the Steelers plus seven and, uh, and they had to kick a field goal and, and, uh, make it a seven point spread. So, you know, kept me from becoming perfect, but I guess, I guess three and one is perfect. You get your money back for the pushes. So it was a good weekend. Uh, anything surprised me? Um, no, well, I guess when you go three and zero, nothing surprises you, right?
1: Uh, just be happy to go three and zero, I
0: guess. Yeah. Well, and I thought it was awesome. the the Packers game was very bizarre. Uh, what, have you guys talked about the Packers game yet?
1: We did a little bit earlier, and I talked about kind of the social me- media reaction was either that was the greatest game ever, or those refs were garbage. <laughs> But but isn't that always the case? (laughs) How can those two things be the same game?
0: Yeah, here's here's what I didn't like. Uh, Saw a lot of Packer fans getting on on, uh, the social media and saying both teams should get a chance to possess the ball in overtime.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. If
0: you you will remember uh, way back when, it was just one team got to possess the ball if they they even scored. So, you know, it was that way for a long time. Uh, I like the rules these days, and you know what? If you want to possess the ball, then stop the team from making a touchdown.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Or win the game game in regulation. I mean, uh, Dan and I, I don't. Dan Patrick brought up this thought on Monday morning. and I thought it was great. Green Bay just threw a forty yard touchdown pass to essentially almost tie this game. The momentum is in your favor. That crowd is shocked. Go for two. You're gonna yeah, get I heard the... to hell if you miss it. But go for two. Why not? What do
0: you... <laughs> I heard a different slant on that, and that is the fact that you know what. If you could, if you could, you know, just start the game, put the ball at the two-yard line, and to win the game, you just have to go two yards. Would you not do it? Hello. Yeah. Yeah. No, you I'm know what I'm saying? I mean, my, it's it's the same concept as yours, Josh. But but a guy put it a different way, and I kind of like that. You know, the Packers were on the road; they had just tied up the game. And uh, if somebody would have told him you've got to make two yards on one play and advance in the playoffs to the championship game, you know, go ahead and do it. I mean, you know, they could have done that. It would have have raised the ire of a lot of fans if he had missed it. But uh, at the same point, you know, you're complaining about not getting the ball in overtime. Why not just take a shot from the, you know, in hindsight, you know, why not take a shot?
1: Not to mention, look at all the missed extra points we've seen this year. And, you know, Blair Walsh missing a, an even shorter extra point the week before. So, uh, right. Nick, are and, you and, on the line and, now?
2: Yep. 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 I've been here the whole
0: okay. time. Okay. Cool. Sorry, Chuck. Go ahead. That's all right. It's a it's a long phone call to Hawaii. So, you know, Nick, I imagine <laughs> it took a while for the wires to to connect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nick. Any thoughts there on on overtime? Or are you just
2: uh, you just going to plead Donovan McNabb? <laughs> what the game can end in a tie? Well, at least for Donovan, said they can't in the playoffs. So, but uh, yeah, I like the overtime rule the way it is now. You know, I think they made a good change when they said if you kick a field goal, the other team gets a shot. But like Chuck said, you know, if you can't keep them out of the end zone, then you don't deserve to win.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go back to the. Uh... The Cam Newton thought, if you don't want me to dance in the end zone, don't don't let me score. You know, it's, it's kind of the same concept <laughs> there. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, but I agree simple. with Nick. I think I think they made a great compromise a few years ago when they when they said, okay, you got to score a touchdown to win in overtime on the first possession. If not, then the other team gets a chance, and uh, and that was it. And you know, to tell you the truth, the Packers weren't the Packers this year anyway. You know, it, it was. It, the game came out how it should have come out.
1: Yeah, I still don't like the overtime rules, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't still think anything needs to be changed. It's just like, oh, it's an injustice because they lost in overtime and they could touch the ball, win the game in regulation. Like when that when that happened, you know, a few years ago, when it was Philadelphia and, and they got tied by a horrible Cincinnati team that was the big thing because they tied i'm just like it's your fault for not winning that game <laughs> um
0: well what would be or, better to would it be would it be would it be better to go to like what the nba has or uh, let's say soccer where you play just an extra 5 minutes and uh and you know whatever happens uh, uh, maybe we should just put a put a time limit on it and uh and then whoever fun. yeah i know um i kind of don't like the because college the well the college rules yeah, the college overtime rules are fun, but I think you know, just do like the NBA does. You know, add another five minutes on the clock, maybe another six minutes, something like that, and, and uh, let them play an extra half period.
1: Or you could just line up the kickers at the fifty-yard line and say, "Okay, <laughs> let's do this."
0: And right, out. and uh, then if I you if you're going there. to have a, if you're going to have a coin flip, make sure the coin flips over when you flip it. I. <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we, uh, did you, you you heard about that right with the the yeah. coin that didn't turn over? Uh, who could ever flip a coin like that in a big game like? Maybe the ref choked. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Most definitely not as bad as they did on Thanksgiving. Jerome Bettis still mad about that. But uh, anyway, we got some ATS picks to get to. Chuck, what do you got for us?
0: We sure do, and I have my little graph picked out here so i can write down everybody's name i forgot to put down last week what you guys picked on the over under on the steelers and broncos game i'm sure you'll both see you picked unders now but i didn't write down who picked what on the over under no
1: i i picked the over because it was like 39 at that point and i thought that's and i remember i said that's that's a that's an over under for two good defenses and pittsburgh is not is not a good defense so
0: Right. Well, it, it was thirty nine and a half, and it ended up at thirty nine.
1: Oh, that's right. Because they got that, so I guess I'll take that. Right. I'll take the push. It did
0: jump up to no, thirty one, but that was after it came back there. It was. It was thirty nine and a half, Josh, and you took oh, the over, well, so go. you, you nope. lost. I lost. <laughs> anyway, um, I it was thirty nine and a
2: sixth. No, go ahead.
0: Sorry. Don't you guys <laughs> think that this weekend's kind of a letdown? Uh, you know, now we only have two games. It, it, it seems like it kind of getting cheated after two great weekends, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Nick All said right. that earlier, but if you do think about it, we have what, 11? 12. These teams have 12 combined losses, these four teams. That's pretty damn awesome. But anyway, I know. go ahead.
0: Well, let's look at the uh, i'll I'll take a look at the uh the up to the minute current odds at the Westgate Las Vegas, which is where we get our odds from and it's still the same when I looked at it this morning uh New England favored by three on the road at denver over under is forty four and a half and Carolina is favored by three at home against the cardinals and the over under is forty eight
2: okay
1: well Nick, why don't you go ahead first there? Uh,
2: We'd win the New England-Denver game? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd I have to go with the Patriots in this one, especially with only, uh, only being three-point favorites. Yeah, I think they can easily win this by touchdown. It's, if it was Peyton Manning of five years ago, I'd probably go the other way, but it's not. Tom Brady's still Tom Brady. Peyton Manning's no longer Peyton Manning. Uh, the Denver defense, they are solid, but I just don't think they're good enough to stop Tom Brady. So I'll go with our Denver or New England, and I'll go over. And
1: we were going to pick a final score this week, too, Nick. What do you got for us?
2: Oh, let's say New England twenty-eight, Denver twenty. Okay. And
1: what
0: what was the over under again, Chuck? What did you have? Uh, over under on that game is forty-four and a half.
1: Okay. So, yeah, it's same as what I'm looking at here. I just want to make sure. Um, I'm going to agree with Nick, but I'm going to go under for no particular reason. <laughs> I'm just going to go. Uh, my, I'm, I think Patriots can win, but I think it's going to be under. I think it's going to be more like a, uh, like a 24-17 type of thing, so
0: i'm gonna go i'm gonna go
1: under the forty four and a half chuck what do you think
0: okay i uh I looked at this game long and hard uh the the one i'm gonna take the Broncos plus three mostly because I love to take a team with a strong defense at home getting points, especially in the playoffs but one of the reasons that I do that is because uh Belichick is famous for taking away the team's major strength but what is the Broncos' major strength? I mean, who are they going to take away? Uh, Denver has <laughs> yeah. a lot of weapons they can go to, and they don't really have anybody that is really dominated. I imagine they'll come out and uh, and make make uh, Peyton Manning beat him long beat him long if they have to. But you know, the Belichick's going to have a a good a good defensive game plan. But you also know that the Broncos are probably the best defense in the n f l right now, so you've got a really good defensive team against a really good defensive mind in Belichick, so he'll figure something out, and that's that's the reason I'm taking the unders in this game also if the Broncos win, they're probably gonna win like twenty to seventeen something like that so So I'll just do a I'll do twenty to seventeen Broncos, so I'll take the Broncos plus the three and the unders. And we'll give you a
1: a half a point extra credit for the push, and you can distribute that half point wherever you want.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know what else is
0: weird about this weekend, you guys? Um, The fact that the early game is the one in is the westernmost game, and the late game is the one on the east coast.
1: Oh, I didn't didn't notice that. Yeah that that is that is interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, and somebody told me that they switch off between AFC and NFC with the early and late games on these, so I'm just going to take their word for it. I don't know that for sure, but that's the only reason I could see that they would make these games like this.
1: Yeah, that that is interesting. Um, just so you know, and I guess now that I think about it, we're not going to probably have Chuck on next week unless you want to come by anyway, because there won't be a game. But I am setting it next week to 120 minutes, so we won't uh, we won't have that problem that we had this you week. You are okay. But, uh, just okay. <laughs> just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> um, what do you have for the next game, there, Chuck? I you go. Oh, I wanted to say. Well, I'm sorry. I wanted to say one more thing. Try to try to stop fiddle with my computer here about what you said. I totally hear what you say about how are they going to take away their defense. But one thing. That is always seems to be, and I'm not a defensive coordinator, but it has been pounded, pounded all Tom Brady's career. If you want to beat the Patriots, you need to rush Tom Brady up the middle. And I think if this Denver defense does have one weakness, it is they don't have a pass rush from the middle. Sylvester Williams is a very good player, but he's not a guy that's going to get after Brady. He doesn't have the, the athleticism to get after Brady. He is he is a defensive tackle in the sense that he is a hole plugger. He's not a pass rusher. He's not he's not Aaron Donald. So they're going to need to get right. Brady moving. But it's not. They're going to, I don't know if they're going to be able to flush him out of the pocket. If he can still just you know step one side or the other and make that pass, he's going to be able to do that.
0: Yeah, I like that. That's that's a that's a really really good point, Josh. And uh, for anybody watching the game, uh, you may look and see if Denver uh, tries to uh, get Von Miller or the other linebackers uh, uh, blitzing up the middle. That'll be an interesting yeah, we'll thing see. to look for. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick, any thoughts there? Or you just want to pat me on the back for that great statement?
2: Yeah, it's a (laughs) nice analysis there, and you know, if anybody can figure out how to rush the quarterback, you would think it would be Denver, seeing as they did lead the NFL in sacks this year. Yes, yes, most definitely. Um,
0: Okay, sorry. Next game. Next game: Cardinals uh, and the Panthers. The Panthers are three-point favorites at home, and the over/unders forty-eight.
1: Okay. Why 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 you go ahead and pick first, Chuck?
0: All right, um, this is you know I think if you remember last year, Arizona uh, played in the playoffs, their first playoff game at Carolina against the Panthers, and in that game, Arizona played Ryan Lindley at quarterback, and they actually led fourteen to thirteen at halftime. So the Panthers were uh, were still a tale of two halves even last year. You know, this year it seems like they're they're good the first half and bad the second half, but uh, they came back with a couple of touchdowns and won that game 27 to 14 uh in carolina but um i i'm going to put my trust in Bruce Arians here um i just i just think he knows he there he has some magical touch and i know the panthers are kind of got magic against against magic the panthers have had a magical season this year too and they are at home but I'm going to uh I'm going to say Arians keeps this one really really close with a couple of good defenses on that field. Uh I'm going to take the underdog again. I'm going to take the uh the uh Arizona Cardinals plus 3. And the over under confuses me because the over under is 48 and these are two of the best defenses in the NFL. Uh, Arizona is number five in total defense, Carolina number six in total defense, and the over-under is up at 48. So um, I've got to take the under, and I've got to take the Arizona Cardinals plus three, and let's say Arizona wins it 23-20. to
1: 20. Okay. I feel like that is, even your score prediction is too many points, so I'm definitely gonna go with the under.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Um. And I and I I have to and I don't want to pick both road teams this week, but I'm going to because I've been saying all week that Arizona's going to win this, or all month Arizona's going to win the Super Bowl. So I can't I can't back out on them now. Um. They obviously need me to continue, so I'm gonna go. Um. I'm gonna go. A- Arizona obviously to uh, to cover well, since they're the dog obviously they're not going to cover but uh, uh, to Arizona to uh, to win this thing probably outright and I suppose they can just cover the three points too and I still win essentially but they're going to win the Super Bowl so uh, I'm going to just pick this game and put in Arizona plus the three under forty eight and I want to say like twenty to twelve or twenty to fourteen that type of thing. Even that seems like a lot of points. Uh but I'll go I'll, I'll go with it. Nick, what do you think? 20 to 14
0: or 20 to 12? 20 to 14. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got to write something down here. Okay, good. Yeah.
2: So yeah, I think I got to go with Arizona. Also, I just think they 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 have a lot more to play for. Carolina's such a young team, whereas Arizona with Carson Palmer, Larry Fitzgerald, you know, this could be their last chance at a championship. So I think the emotion alone, plus the fact that Arizona's got so much more w- offensive weapons to work with, I think is in the edge. Uh, and I actually think this is somewhat of a high-scoring game. I'm going to go with a uh, 31 to 28 as the final. So that 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 will take the over. Okay.
1: So we ha- we didn't have any clean sleeps with four games last year, picking two things in each game. We or last week, but we did get one clean sleep on Arizona this week. So uh, there it is, everybody. Arizona, take Arizona plus the points. That's that's our hot ticket item <laughs> of the day, the week, I guess we'll say.
0: You know, another uh, thing you got to look at in this game is uh, is just the variety of weapons that each team has, and maybe that's the uh, I mean, you know, Denver and New England the same way. The, the, these guys don't have any domineering offensive players, except maybe the Panthers with Cam Newton, of course, who just won the MVP. But other than that, supporting cast around the around the quarterback. Maybe New England has Gronk. Uh, but these teams seem to have a lot of talent at, uh, at all the positions. And uh, I guess that's why they're in the championship games, right?
1: uh yeah yeah, most definitely we'll see uh I think the week like I've been saying for the last couple of weeks, the weakness of Carolina is certainly uh uh their back end where they have playmakers back there and and i do believe they do I still think that they're gonna be able to they're they have some weaknesses to where they can get beat uh deep so uh look look for john brown to beat this beat this team deep, I think that's gonna happen so
0: so, so uh, Josh, should I take John Brown on my uh, on my fantasy team this week?
1: Sure, if you stick with him, if you're so so uh, crazy to
0: play daily and these
1: just these two these two games, it'll be interesting to see how that breaks down.
0: Well, no, here's what um... my league is doing. Um, my league, okay. my fantasy league, in in instead of just going on uh, you know reverse order in the draft next year, we're playing a, a playoff fantasy tournament and that will determine our uh our order of draft next year
2: okay
1: so are you just like picking like what three players every week or what do you how does that <laughs> work
0: no no a full team each week full and team. it's a cumulative score throughout the playoffs i don't know if we're going to I, I imagine we're going to go to the super bowl in this thing but uh but uh i'll find out later i did rather well last week i was second highest and um We'll hope that it continues this week, but uh, there are still people playing fantasy football. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: So, how did how did you pick your teams? This is, sounds like a great concept. How did you? I mean, who's? Are you just picking like? Are you redrafting
0: every week, or how are you doing that? Yeah, it's a redraft every every week. It's uh, it's the uh, NFL fantasy NFL playoff challenge. We're using that uh, that program to pick our players. Uh-huh. And last week I had oh. Brady, C J Anderson, David Johnson, John Brown, Emmanuel Sanders, Gronk, Gano and the Cardinals. Now nobody really scored a lot of points except Brady and Gronk, but that was good enough for me to uh to rank second.
1: Hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Sounds like a sounds like a fun concept. Okay, well again we thank you all for uh listening to this uh this abbreviated portion of the uh the podcast. Um the ATS pick portion, which is always great fun. Uh as we welcome in our our Vegas mind, the odd man himself, Mr. Chuck Padaisky. So Chuck, thank you for joining us. Uh sorry about thank the Thank you uh, guys. The technical difficulties.
0: No problem. I guess we'll the, see you the week the, before the before the Super Bowl?
1: Yes, sir. The Super we Bowl
0: week. The Super
1: Bowl week, yes. We'll have uh maybe we can get some prop bets going too. See if we can
0: find yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna tell you they 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 have some props out right now, even before the uh before the game starts um on will there be a successful two point conversion will there be a safety will there be at least one special team's touchdown things like that, but it'll really get interesting the uh that that wednesday before when we do the game the when we do the podcast the wednesday before the Super Bowl. We'll we'll have a lot, and I mean, there's too many to mention all on the air. But I'll, I'll pick out some interesting ones, and we'll go with those.
1: All right. Cool. Well, sounds good. Thank you, as always, Chuck, and and have a good couple weeks.
0: Thanks, Josh, and uh, Nick. Aloha.
2: Aloha. Hey, here's a. Uh, are you still there, Chuck? Yes, I am. Yeah. Uh, here's one prop bet that I would be curious about with the extra point misses being more prevalent now if there's a, if there's a prop bet or if a team will miss an extra point.
0: Yeah, well, I thought of that when I talked about whether there would be a two-point conversion or not. It's got to be a better bet this year than in last year. But I will uh, I will circle any bets that have to do with that, Nick, and I'll let you guys know. Actually, I'll, I'll get them to you guys beforehand, okay?
1: Awesome. Cool. Yeah, that's a very good point, Nick. I like that. Cool. All right. Take care, Chuck.
0: By Josh, Bye, Nick. Uh, Nick, any closing thoughts there?
2: Uh no, just enjoy this championship weekend. Not a lot of football left, so gotta cherish what we got, right? At least, it, and at least it's the best of the best competing this weekend. Yes, most definitely.
1: Um, but don't think that we're going to go anywhere. We're still going to stick around during the offseason, as we did last year too, and, and give you in-depth analysis on on all each and every team. That's going to be a lot of fun. I. In some ways, I I almost enjoy doing the podcast not during the season a little bit more because we have a little bit more a uh, little bit more freedom and we can get really you know philosophical. I enjoy the podcast whenever I get a chance to do it, obviously, but uh, it's it's a, it's always fun to dig into it the off season. We'll get some we'll get to some guests where we talked about some prospects too. I know we've been doing some prospect reports here as well, but we'll get to some guests other guests to talk about them as well. I've already put out a. A note to uh, Jack Fulman, our guy that covers the Pac-10, or excuse me, Pac-12. Uh, so we'll, I'm sure we'll get Jack back on. We're going to rail him with some names, and he'll, he's going to come back with some great answers, as always. So I uh, look forward to that. And like I said, next week, Justin Barlow from the com. And since we have a little bit more time, a little bit more freedom next week, because we won't be talking the ATS picks or or, or that, I thought, Nick, it might just be fun to do a little quick historical fantasy football draft. Now, I know I'm, you're probably going to need further explanation after the podcast,
2: and that's totally fine. But what
1: I was thinking is that we could do, uh um say historical, like I said earlier. So, But I thought we would just maybe have like a seven-round draft where we take, you know, like a quarterback, two running backs, two wide, two wide receivers, and... Um, and a tight end, and just one more player. So I guess that's six rounds, I think. But uh, and what you would do, like, is say, I'll I'll we'll flip a coin for the first pick." But you would say, "I'll take, you know, Peyton Manning, 2013 or 2014, whatever, whatever the year it is um, that he threw all those touchdown passes." You know, that type of thing. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, I think so.
1: So, so we want to be looking for like the best fantasy seasons of all time. And then we're going to draft those players and you can't pick the same player twice. So it's like, this. so if you say Peyton Manning, 2014, I can't say Peyton Manning, 2013. So why we can't pick the same player twice, but we'll be picking them based upon one season. And then we'll maybe, maybe I'll have time or afterwards. We'll, we'll say, uh we'll divvy up the numbers. We'll call it a PPR league. We'll divvy up the numbers and see who, uh, see who won but it should be interesting to see how that how that down and what we can get out of that so again thank you so much for downloading both of these podcasts we we do appreciate it and I will not make that mistake again Nick have a great week enjoy championship weekend
2: you too Josh